0: You know, it seems like it would be a simple thing to deal with repeat offenders, right? I mean, look at their record, keep them in jail. But the system doesn't work that way, and the different parts of the system don't always talk to each other to know what's going on, like police officers and probation services and and support services. So there's a new initiative announced by the provincial government that uh, hopes to change that. It's aiming to change that anyway. It's called the Repeat Violent Offending Intervention Initiative. And the $25 million being spent on it is meant to help with community safety all over the province. But how is this going to work? Well, Mike Farnworth joins us now, BC's minister of Public Safety. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. So how is this going to work? What are we talking about?
1: So what we're looking at is setting up repeat violent offender initiative that's going to involve prosecutors, probation officers, uh, along with uh, targeted enforcement and enhanced investigation and monitoring of particular individuals. It's going to involve 21 Crown Council, uh, another 21 professionals out of the BC Prosecution Service that's going to establish and support the dedicated prosecution teams being put in place. Um, The teams are going to be located around the province, so, you know, Victoria, Vancouver, uh, Prince George, Williams Lake, Nanaimo, and a a, a number of other um, um, communities as well. Um, we're already working in terms of the recruitment that's required uh, for the individuals. Um, so there's a whole uh, initiative around this that I think is, is going to be quite comprehensive.
0: Okay, I guess a lot of people would wonder why haven't we done this before?
1: Well, we've been actually been, done, been working on a whole range of initiatives when it comes to, to public safety since we've taken taken office, whether it's uh, in terms of putting in the province's first witness protection program, the first uh, forensic firearms lab uh, in, in BC, so we're not having to send things to, uh, to, to Ottawa. We We've been dealing with issues on uh, the money laundering and organized crime and guns and gangs. Um, And the local mayors, uh, communities came to us and said, look, we're having problems in our communities. Um, we need help on that. It's okay. We commissioned the Lapard Butler report, came out of that. Out of that were a series of recommendations. We been working on this was one of those recommendations, and we started working on it once we got that report and, and saying, okay, what else do we need to do? It's also why we raised the issue in October of changes needed to the uh, the criminal code when it comes to bail reform. Um, and we, BC put that on the table in Ottawa, we finally got uh, uh, an agreement uh, working with other provinces and the federal government uh, just this past Friday on changes to the Criminal Code as regards to uh, to bail reform.
0: Okay, so with these changes then that we're talking about, can you walk us through how you see this working then? So, if, if a repeat offender shows up in court once again, what should happen as a result of these okay. these new initiatives?
1: So, so what what how we see it working is is that both before court and after. So after, so before court, uh, police have a good idea of, let's say, who the individual is. They're working with the prosecution uh, service in terms of Crown Counsel. Here's the individual's record, uh, making sure they have all the information that they need to have to have the, the best possible case in court to know what kind of conditions need to be asked for when it comes to things such as bail, for example. Uh, tie that in with initiatives, with the, the changes that we're expecting. Um, coming in terms of the criminal code, and then uh, so stronger, uh, stronger bail conditions, or bail may not, you know, be granted in particular cases. For example, uh, that way th- you have the ability to make sure that this individual uh, may be held for, may be held in, the, in custody until their trial, for example, or after they come out, uh, working with probation officers uh, and the support services that are required, so that they're and, and, and more in in-depth intense monitoring of the individual making sure they're abiding by their conditions of their release for example so it's a it's a much more coordinated a much more intense uh, approach to dealing uh, with 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 repeat offenders in particular, violent offenders.
0: Okay. And so you see this, this is going to happen all over the province?
1: Yeah. As I said, it's uh, all regions of the province. The teams are going to be located, you know, I mentioned a number of the communities uh, yes. uh, a moment ago. Uh, so, you know, it'll be all, it'll be province-wide uh, comes into effect uh, April. And we expect to have the teams uh, up and running over the next, over the, over the following four months.
0: Right. This was piloted before, wasn't it? I think you talked about that yesterday. It was piloted, what, 10 years uh, ago?
1: Yeah, back in in 2012, it was piloted and it wasn't followed through on, uh, which is unfortunate uh, that it's uh, that it's, you know, didn't continue. But um, we looked at the recommendations uh, out of the Lepard Butler report. And, you know, this makes sense. So let's let's get it going again.
0: Is this about giving tools? I mean, when when an offender like that comes before the court, it's about being able to just give more information to all the people involved in in whether or not that person should get bail?
1: about having all of the information uh to make the so the judge has the ability to say hey this individual is uh you know is a is a is a a threat or is a danger and therefore either a uh you know should not be released or with extremely strict conditions on police know what they are probation officers know what they are uh it's ensuring that every every aspect of the uh, the the system is working right. is working together.
0: Okay, so you mentioned there'll be hiring, I guess, involved in this. So how soon do you think this could be integrated into the system?
1: Well, the recruitment uh, is already is already underway. So the recruitment of prosecutors, uh, BC Prosecution Service professional staff, probation officers, correctional staff that's already underway. And so our hope is, or our our plan is that it will uh, the beginning of April, and then it will be fully uh, in place uh, four months after that.
0: Right. Did some of these stories worry you? I know there's been a lot of stories in the media about some of these cases, about these repeat offenders. Did that start to concern you hearing about them?
1: Of course it does. Uh, you know, uh, public deserves to be safe in their community. And, and whenever you hear a story like that, it's, it's concerning and because uh, it's just not acceptable uh, and what we've seen, and that's why we are so pleased last Friday when we were able to get that agreement, uh, commitment from the federal government to make changes in terms of, uh, of, of bail reform and in particular focusing specific targeted amendments on, uh, reverse onus that will expand that, um, I think is, 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 is an important step. Um, it, going to require you know there's all levels of government from the the federal the provincial and local government uh, working cooperatively to be able to deal with some of the challenges that communities have been facing particularly when it comes to repeat violent offenders which i think all of us are concerned about
0: okay so that's coming i know that we we spoke to justice minister david lametti about that they he was hoping to get this done by this summer do you think that's an accurate timeline
1: Absolutely, um, you know the, the commitment they made to us in Ottawa was that they wanted to get it done this parliamentary session. Uh, and if they do that, I think that will be a very step forward. And we've had good cooperation uh, from the federal government, from Minister Lametti and Minister Mendicino. Um, we started this in in October uh, of last year uh, in the federal, provincial, territorial ministers' meeting in in Dartmouth. It, British Columbia put this on the table. Other provinces said, "You know what? We're having the same problems." And it varied right across the country. Uh, and you've seen, you know, random stranger attacks here. Uh, you saw it in in Ontario, in Toronto, uh, in Manitoba. It was issues. People random attacks with bear spray, for example. We put forward we wanted to see uh, reverse onus, not just on firearms as it is now, but a much broader frame. So knives, weapons, um, looking at individuals who had uh, engaged in a violent offence, uh, you know previously. Uh, so we were uh, with, pleased with the response from the federal government.
0: Okay, and before I let you go, I have to ask you: When will this Surrey Police decision be coming?
1: Um, the work is being still being done. It's an incredibly complex uh, uh, issue in terms of, of restaffing and, 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 you know, in essence, unscrambling an omelette. Uh, but it, it will be shortly. It is, the work is, is, is getting done.
0: All right. Shortly. We're going to hold you to that. OK. okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for Thanks. your time. That's Mike Farnworth, BC's Minister of Public Safety, talking about bill reform, changes coming to deal with repeat violent offenders in the system. I know that's been a huge concern there. We'll continue to track that story for sure.